Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode. Today, I am here with the talented Stephanie Lee, a.k.a. Lady Redneck. How are you doing? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on, Donna. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's been a minute, you know, maybe a couple of minutes since we've last spoke. It has. A little too long, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to start doing this regularly. We'll just start doing it regularly, and everyone's going to be like, that's your only guest. I'll be like, yep, so what? Yeah, it's all good. Heck yeah! <laughs> Great. Oh. Oh. So, in case no one has listened to the first episode of you being on here, tell everyone, who is Lady Redneck? And who is Stephanie Lee? Um. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm so glad to. So um, I grew up playing in, in a family band in Idaho, grew up in rock music my whole life, played in a rock band in college, grew up loving music, studying everything from opera to everything in between. The only thing I haven't studied is rap, frankly. <laughs> and But country, <laughs> growing up on a farm, riding horses, being in rodeos and stuff, country was always kind of just what my roots, like my core personality was. And so that was why I chose that genre as just because it fit who I am. And then um, over the last year, I became a Christian singer as well, because that's a huge part of who I am. And I just felt so compelled and just this yearning inside to just share more light. And so I've done a lot more Christian music over the last year. But yeah, so that's kind of who I am. I'm, I'm a crazy fun girl. I think that, you know, I'm a mom and I have kids and stuff, but I like to have a lot of fun everything from wakeboarding to running to music to you know anything in between so I'm always up for a challenge love it love it we'll have to we'll have to do that someday we'll have to do some kind of weird challenge but no like eating bugs or yeah I'm out then <laughs> the bugs are it huh no bugs yeah the bu the, no bugs no bugs no worms I mean sure, maybe if we like fried them or grilled them maybe but then I feel yeah. like to, like chocolate or you know and chocolate, yeah, pretty much anything can be good in chocolate, I think. <laughs> oh, so true. So tell us about your newest release. Tell me all about Perfect Love and, and where the inspiration yeah. came from. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad that you asked that question. So Perfect Love, um, Perfect Love is something I, I had prayed and prayed about I, like I'd mentioned just a minute ago, I felt really compelled to start doing Christian music, writing Christian music. And I think I just started seeing between friends and family and neighbors, like a division, you know, and, and I know a lot of it's politics, but I mean, even I think it used to be more to where you could have different ideas and you can still be friends. Like it was okay. But now it's like, you know, if, somebody believes this way, way, all of a sudden you hate them, you don't want anything to do with them, we're not going to watch them, we're not going to, you know, it's just kind of like, and um, I don't know, I think it started kind of getting me a little bit down, 
And I just kind of felt myself pull away and I kind of reevaluated my career and just like, I don't know how to describe it, but I took kind of a month off for music um, last December. And then I just started feeling just this urge to write Christian music. And so I started writing and the words to most of the songs just flow through me. But I always pray right before I write them. And I always pray in, um, about what message I can share. And every single prayer that I've had, I felt this overwhelming feeling to just share love, like Christ's love, like how much he loves everyone. And, and it, it overwhelms me um, to a point to where um, I just, I guess I just feel so strongly about it. And I don't even know how the whole scripture about perfect love casteth out all fear came into my mind. It wasn't like I was reading it that day in the Bible. It was just one of those things where I had prayed and, you know, just the whole love theme started coming back in my mind. And then that scripture came in my mind and then it just, the song was just there. <laughs> and so it's almost like the angels wrote it and said, Hey, here you go. Which I know that sounds funny, but um, that's kind of how it came, came, came about. It was um, not much more than that, quite frankly. So it was just, it was just a lot of thoughts and prayers and just, what I was feeling inside. And not that does not sound crazy at all. I just had that conversation uh, yesterday. I was talking <laughs> with uh, Lacey J. Dalton and we were talking about that, you know, how inspiration, sometimes the best songs, you don't write them. You're just writing them down. And it's just like that divine yes. being or superior being or whoever you believe, whatever you believe, whatever religion, you know, right. it just, yeah. So, just so no, sounds- it doesn't sound crazy at all. Because <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> as, as someone that writes, I totally get, I, there are days I'm like, I, five minutes, I've written something that is awesome. And then I go into a writing room and I'm like, yes. yeah, what rhymes with yellow? I have no clue today. Like, um, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Seriously, you'll be like struggling with a song for two weeks. And then all of a sudden this mm-hmm. other song idea will come and it just comes and it's just there. And you're like, okay. That must be the one. So okay, yeah. it's it's not that the other song was bad or anything like that. It's just it was like yeah. you know it's probably a really great idea, something different. But yeah, sometimes I think that divine intervention just is like, hey, you got to do this one now, and yeah, yeah for sure. It's amazing so, how that and, happens. So you have a newer now. I know you were talking a little bit before we got on about the newer song coming out. Um, and that you're crowdfunding right now for it. You want to tell us a little bit about the project and what you're working on there? I would love to. So um, and this is another one where I could actually hear the chorus before I wrote the song. So I knew I needed to write the song because I knew the chorus, which that's never happened to me uh, before. But um, one of my favorite scriptures, along with probably half of the United States, is I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, right? Philippians 4.13, you kind of see it everywhere. I mean, especially here in Texas. I don't know if it's as crazy everywhere else, but it's a big one where a lot of people love it. Kind of a more popular scripture, per se. Um, but I just had this song in my head about all things, and I could hear, like, different things, you know, coming off of it and kind of a re- repetitive Anyway, I just, I I heard the chorus and so I knew I needed to write this song. So I went ahead and wrote it and started crowdfunding and I'm just about there. I'm I'm a little bit more than two thirds of the way. And so 
actually last weekend I snuck into the studio for a couple hours and got started on it because usually I can get like my crowdfunding done within a week to a week and a half. This one's taken just a little bit longer, uh, but I'm hoping to have it by the end of the weekend. So then I can finish the whole song, but super excited about it. I, I feel like it's going to be one of my best songs in a sense. Um, it's really different. And I think, I think with music, like as an artist, I don't know how you are about this, but some of my first Christian songs that I wrote were really dramatic and really, um, a lot of them were like more slow ballady feels. Um, and Perfect Love is, you know, it's a lot more fun, like a beat sounding one. And this one's yeah. just kind of crazy. There's actually a couple speaking parts and I'm all over the place. And I feel like with music, when you're following an artist and they throw out something new like that, you know, it kind of makes the, it makes you double take, right? It catches your eye like, oh, I like what she did before, but this is kind of fun. This is a little different. And I kind of feel like that song does it that way. And it, the way that it's written, it kind of makes you think because the first verse talks about, I've got a mountain I can't climb. And then I've got an ocean I can't cross. You know, I've got a wall. And anyway, and it gives reference to the scriptures. They're just short little clips. But if you listen to the words, like, it's like you can see that there's always a way. There's always a way. You can do all things through Christ. And anyway, so I, I, I feel like the song, because it touched me as much, I'm just hoping that it'll do the same to some of the people listening. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, when artists do something a little different, to me, I always see that as a growth. Like you as a person, as the artist you are, you're growing, you're expanding, you're you're trying different things. And, you know, I think that is really cool no matter what you're doing it, you know what I mean? Because it just, it shows that, you know, let's try something different. Let's see, you know, and you know, there, there's, there's always those people that there's some people that won't like it. Right. But there'll be people that'll be like, Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. You might get some new fans. You might, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, you know, yeah, I think it all works sure. out perfectly as it's supposed to. Yeah, I agree with that. It's been really fun too. I don't know if you've seen me in the or not, but I, this last year over the last three months or so I started putting out a lot of music videos and I feel like some of the times people will be like, Oh, she's got a new song. You know, if they're not like a real big fan or whatever, they might not even listen to it. Like I might share it 10 times and they still haven't listened to it. But when there's a music video, it kind of a little bit more. And I had a lot of people that I followed me that I thought were more than likely listening to a lot of my music. Like I really love that song. That is the greatest song. And I've been like, Oh, it's been out for six months, but thank you. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I feel like that sometimes, you know, being an indie artist, it's not like it's always played on the radio. You have to actually listen yeah. to it. You're, you know, something has to draw you in. Music videos um, has been a great way to do that. I feel like it's really helped pick up some people that were maybe not, I mean, didn't always listen to everything, so. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and you're right. And that's one reason like why we started doing the podcast, but then we're like, oh, well, let's just, while we're going to record, let's just sync it and put it on YouTube because it's amazing. You'll find people that will watch the YouTube, but they will never listen to the podcast. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's your, or vice versa. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, then we yeah. have a very broad uh, group of that. That's what you like to do. And you now. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that reminds me, that was, I thought this was really interesting. You know, I have this huge following on Facebook, over a million followers. And on my Instagram, I'm like at 135,000 or something. I didn't work as hard on that until the last, you know, 
couple years or whatever. But I um, actually had all of these analytics the other day, and I was going through and kind of comparing the audiences. And I thought there's a lot of crossover. I thought a lot of the people from Facebook probably were on my Instagram and vice versa. No, they're like almost totally different audiences, like totally like a lot of the followers um, on one are not on the other. So that, that makes sense to me. It's just really funny how <laughs> you kind of think yeah. that if they follow one anyway, but yeah, wherever you, they're comfortable with and you know, that's where they're going to find you. So. Absolutely. It's kind of like the whole TikTok and then all the reels that started with Instagram now, because they were like, well, the millennials and everyone older does the reels on Instagram and all the younger kids do the TikTok. And I'm like, I, I can see that. I kind of get it. Um, you know, I think it just depends on who you are and if you like doing little snip videos, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just eclectic mix of well, people. I'm on, and that's what I'm it's about. TikTok. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. And um, I think that I always thought it was just like a younger person thing, like little teeny bops or whatever. But like, I mean, the, the demographic that I have is pretty consistent on all my social medias, including there. Like, even though they're different people, they still have the same like demographic. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. um, and it makes it easy for me when I do TikTok, because I'm so into social media, you know, for marketing mm -hmm. and everything else. So once I create the the video there, I can share it, you know, I can take up the watermark, I can share it on Instagram, I can share it on Facebook, I can share it on YouTube. So I don't have to make like as many, I can just literally do one and just, you know, put it everywhere else. And it makes it so much easier. <laughs> absolutely. So just to get absolutely. it out to the different mm -hmm. audiences. So anyway, I know I should hire you to do our marketing because, you know, we, we try to post a lot and share everything and Sometimes we just fall short of wanting to do more and, you know, it's just life in general for us because, you know, do this, other jobs and things. So, but yeah. Well, and that's, that's what I, this last few weeks, I've really been into the whole streamlining thing. And, and that's why I just, I knew some of the analytics a little bit better too. I know we're not talking about music as much right now. It's okay. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Because this does it influence, <laughs> <laughs> because this does influence music the way that it does. I mean, literally whatever business you're mm -hmm. in or, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it, it's the same, but, um, it, you know, you've, you've got to know the numbers, you got to know what's happening, but you only have so much time in a day, you only have so much time you can allocate for certain things. And so it's really important to just figure out, okay, number one, where am I having the biggest success, you know, and number two, like, what is a way that I can just do just this, and it's going to go to this, you know, so it's just, I actually, um, I've taken some more courses on that. And then I've created some more courses, just because I feel like if you can help somebody I always take courses so I can learn as much as I can. <laughs> and then I like oh, yeah. to write them because I'm like, if I can help somebody else do, you know, with my own twist, like a different, a different course, but like, it, mm -hmm. it's just, I think that we're all helping each other and education is so can just take you from this point to the next, just like that compared to like trying to figure it out yourself, you know, so. Absolutely. And, and back to courses and, and this does, this all works into music because as an indie artist, you have to do everything yourself. I mean, yes, you might have some people that you hire to help with management or this or that or booking or, you know, but realistically, it's all on you, your content planning, you know, I mean, going from a job when I used to work in marketing, it was easy because I knew the content I needed to put out. It wasn't me. So I could be like, okay, here's all the content, right? It's like very simple, straightforward. Right. You know? Yeah. But when it's, you're the content, you're like, okay, well, here's what I need to do. Here's the song that's coming out. Here's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a huge difference. 
So with now, what courses have you, um, I know you've done a couple, written a couple courses and have a couple courses out there. You want to tell us about some of those? Yeah, sure. I mean, one of them that I've done is about crowdfunding, just because there's so many artists out there that, you know, as a musician, as an independent artist, you always need more money. I mean, you always, <laughs> you know, you're trying to survive, number one. Number two, to try mm -hmm. to compete with other artists who are putting out music videos and putting out this, and they have this many songs come out, and, you know, this PR, and this, like, it's, like, you know, r artists that are signed, I mean, labels will spend 250 to to a half a million dollars just on their first release, you know? As an independent mm -hmm. artist, like, how do you how do you compete with that, you know? And so um, I, I crowdfunding, I started doing, I've actually crowdfunded six and a half albums now. I crowdfund each of my songs and have been successful with that. And so I, I have a system that I created. It's a full on system. It's not just, you know, share it here and hope that it works out because <laughs> nothing in life is that way. You know, you think that you can just you know, share something and it, things are just going to magically happen. But I'm sorry, everything takes work, everything, you know, mm -hmm. no matter who you yes, are, or what you've got. <laughs> and so um, it's an actual system that I've created. So I've got a crowdfunding system that I've created. And then I've, I've got some social media courses that I've done and one about um, ranking on Google, just because I, um, over the past few years, I've done a lot of marketing, I do marketing for like a uh, roofing for gymnastics for different companies. And I had to figure out a few little keys that helped with the whole Google thing. But I most of my expertise is more along the line of social media, songwriting, crowdfunding type of <laughs> type of courses. So wonderful. And where if we wanted to take one of those courses, can we find that off of your webpage? Um, it's actually not on my webpage. I've got like off my uh I had a website, themusicbox.com, but I recently took it down because I was getting all my orders through my TikTok. Like literally my TikTok, I've got just a little stand store link on there. And that's where all of the, you know, sales were coming through. So I'm like, I really don't need the website anymore if stand store is doing the job. And so mm -hmm. <laughs> if you go to Music Ooh. Boss, as far as on TikTok, um, you'll be able to see a list of some of the music courses that I've done. And that's, that's where the crowdfunding is. So yeah. all right, so you can all go check that out. Sounds like a plan. Would you like to do our 13 crazy questions? You may have answered one or two of these before, but they're still fun. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Okay. So tell me. Do I get any passes? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we ahead. went down to 13 from 20. Come on. No. <laughs> you like a challenge. I'm challenging you. I do. I do. <laughs> Tell me, do you have any guilty pleasure music? Uh, and if so, what is it? Um, guilty pleasure music. <laughs> you know, like some nineties rap. I don't no think that I do. I, I don't feel guilty about anything I listen to. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know what? I, I can justify a lot of things that way. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh, I guess not. All right. Well, finish this line. Today, my favorite song is. Today, my favorite song is. You know, it sounds really funny, but my dad wrote a song called I Wonder About You, and it has been stuck in my head for the last few days. So it's not even a song anybody's going to know, but today, that is my favorite song. 
well. <laughs> it's perfect. Tell me, the best concert you've ever attended? Oh, best concert I've ever attended. That is a hard one. Um, I would have to say, I'd have to say one of Tim McGraw's. I remember, I, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with where, with, where I was at in my life. And the way that the music touched me. And so it's more like of a <laughs> magical, hmm, how do you put it? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was a great concert, not just for the music, but a lot of it was for the music too. So. Perfect. Can you give our audience a recommendation of music they need to listen to? Yeah, let's see lady redneck um no i'm just kidding no let's see music that they need <laughs> they to should to. if they haven't just fyi everyone link will be in the description code you know code lady redneck in case <laughs> page check it thank out thank you donna <laughs> thank you <laughs> there are a lot of really great like texas artists and even texas christian artists there's a girl crystal yates that i just think the world of um, she's a texas christian artist she won the country showdown uh, years ago, and she's actually doing real, really well with her music. But not only is her music fabulous, and her voice is just amazing too, but she's actually a genuinely nice person. So definitely check out Crystal Yates. All right. So there's your recommendation. Crystal Yates, everyone, let's do it. Yeah. Check her out. <laughs> Tell me something on your bucket list. Huh. <laughs> All right. How long do we have for this one? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, travel the world in a sailboat, skydiving. Um, I want to visit like history sites of places that I'm really interested in. I want, um, I'm planning on living on a beach later. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, I've already been, I've already done a lot of really, really fun things that are on my list. So probably those things. Yeah. That's good, probably. Those are great things to add to a bucket list. Although, you know, I'm I'm conflicted with the whole skydiving personally. You know, I really want to jump out of that perfectly good airplane, but in the same sense, I really don't want to jump out of the perfectly good airplane. You know, that's, that's <laughs> that, <laughs> that fear that, you know, that's buried down there. You're like, do I have to do this? And yeah. But I, love I think like so. I almost did it years ago. I had a friend pay for me to do it. And I went and I went out there that day and I had gone, I had like a race, like a long, I, I think it was only like 10 miles at the time. But anyway, that day before, and I woke up sick the next the day of the skydive, but I still went out there and I'm like, I'm still going to do it. And then the, then the instructor said no. And it was like just for that day. And so he, and he wouldn't let me jump. And then I just never made it back. So I was so close, but I don't know. I think, I think I want to do it just to feel what it feels like. I don't, I know, don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so if we're making a movie about your life, do you know who you would like to play? Oh, what'd you say? Oh, I said, if we make a movie, over, what was that question? Uh, if we make a movie about your uh, life, who would you yeah. want to play you? Oh, wow. That's a very interesting question. Hmm. 
Um, who would that be? Somebody cuter than me, for sure. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> Just going through. There's a lot of those, but I'm trying to think of somebody that'd be <laughs> really fun and really crazy and make me look good. <laughs> that probably sounds silly. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. All right, open call casting starts tomorrow, y'all. Get ready for the the open calls, and and, and we'll check it out. You'll, you'll get to pick your uh, plays you then. Oh, um, that let's do that. We'll make it like a show, and you can come try out, and we'll <laughs> can be a lot exactly. of fun. <laughs> it's gonna be the new reality show. <laughs> yeah, there um, we go. So, if uh, the zombies take over tomorrow, I think you've answered this one before. Do you have a game plan? I am actually a huge prepper. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this question. That's all. So, um, yeah, I kind of do have a game plan. I really do have one. One that I don't like to share online because it's like, it's like this. Like, it's funny to me. I see preppers, especially on TikTok, and they're sharing all their food and they're sharing all their supplies. And I'm like, hello, like, everybody can see what you have like people are going to be killing other people you know what i mean for food for this kind of thing and so i mean not i mean i'm hoping not if it, and hopefully yeah. we'll never even be in that situation but to me it's just one of those things where if you have a plan or if you have something it might not be the best idea to share it so but let's just say yes i'll leave it with yes i have a plan <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I will bring all my food and come and you can tell me what to do because you know, my biggest plan has <laughs> come been... Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, Canada, they were saying that, okay, someone said they're going to go to the mountains because the zombies apparently don't like cold. And I'm like, oh, they're like, yes, have you ever seen a zombie in snow? They don't make any movies with zombies in snow. And I'm like, huh, oh, good observation. I totally did not... Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting... I don't think I've seen a movie with them in snow either. <laughs> yeah. I did a There's post be not a too long. I've done a couple of like TikTok videos and stuff about like, you know, if the apocalypse happens, like these five foods will last forever or, you know, different things. And I, I've had a few comments where people were like, if the apocalypse happens, we're all going to be dead anyway. So let's not even worry about it. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's probably kind of true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, unless Will yeah. Smith or somebody's hanging around and can save the day, you know, so right we were talking about that we were talking about that yesterday with the zombies it kind of went that way too and we're saying it depends on what happens like you know with the radiation you know are you gonna get like you know are we gonna roast or are we gonna do bikinis let the flesh fall off i'm like okay we we're just wrong yeah. talking about this but it's funny the way we're talking about it so you gotta make gotta make a joke out of it you know sometimes yeah you get like what else can you do i mean yeah it's yeah yeah that's one of those it's out of your control you just gotta Right? Go with it. That's it. It's true. And even like with radiation, I mean, you've got iodine, potassium tablets, you've got, you know, all these things that can protect you, but they really don't like, you know, you can only do so much and it's not really going to, you know, that'll just kind of be the end. So <laughs> better just to, like what you said, make light of it and just realize and just be happy with, you know, everything. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the realities of, of what could happen one day or, or, you know, it, it could be very scary and, and yeah, I would look yeah. to the bright side and love and kindness and hopefully the rest of the world and everywhere else just joins into that, right? 
Yeah, definitely. So tell me something you would never do. I would never. Um, okay, like I, so my family is really, really into hunting and I love to fish, but I'm really sensitive about plants and animals and people like, like I've got a really tender heart. And so I can't even literally kill like an ant. And so even when I fish, I do catch and release. Right. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like I, I could never, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say never, unless I was in a survival situation, I would never like even kill like a buck or anything just because I don't want, I don't want to, like, I love that. Like I'm, I love eating the meat. I'm supportive of my family that does it. I just like when I'm hunting with them and I see their little eyes and stuff, like I just, I could never, <laughs> I'm just too sensitive. I couldn't do that. I couldn't pull the trigger. So that's okay. And I understand survival. Yes. I would totally, <laughs> I, I, I'm, you know, I grew up with a hunting family and, and, you know, if I have to, yes, but I, I don't. So. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. Like if I if I was in a survival situation and I I had to, to feed mm -hmm. my family. Yeah. But that would be the only way. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So hypothetically, if I called you and said, Hey, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? <laughs> um, oh, um let me think. I mean, in the movies, they always put them in the rivers, right? <laughs> they do. I don't think they do it smart. Like, they try to what, weigh down the body. and. Uh, yeah. I don't. Maybe shark-infested uh, water? Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hypothetically. Um, that would probably be my, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure I could find something. I don't know how good of a hiding place it would be. <laughs> and let's hope that that never happens. <laughs> I don't think it will, but you know, you never know. Hypothetically, right? You never know. Yeah, for sure. Oh, tell mm. me something you're afraid of. Um, you know, as a little girl, I was never scared of the dark. I was never scared of spiders or snakes or sharks. But the one thing that I am afraid of, and I don't know if everybody will, anybody will get this, but I have this crazy big fear of failure and it drives me to work and insanely hard. And I don't, I think that in my past, like I haven't always worked as smart as I need to, but it's just, I have this, like, I don't know how to put it to where I just don't like to not succeed. <laughs> so that's probably my biggest fear. I it totally probably should be that. zombies, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want you to know that I do have a call list for when spiders are usually the spider will be like in my bathroom while I'm in the shower and I'm like, I can't get it. I can't do anything to it. So now I'm like freaking out because it's going to go in my bed by the time I get out. Yeah. So, so yeah, oh. I have like this running list of people that I'm ready to call. Yeah. Like, Hey, can you come here and get yeah. it? Yeah. None of them live within the state, but you know what I mean? It's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so would you go to karaoke with me oh heck yeah let's do it okay <laughs> i might need a few drinks so i i think i sound better than i do so just fyi 
<laughs> I bet you sound fabulous. <laughs> you had a few drinks too, didn't you? <laughs> Tell me, if you could be any person or a position for the day to make awesome changes, who or what person would you want to be for the day? Oh, I think, okay, I've had this question before. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's still the same answer. I would still, I would want to, I know this sounds crazy, but I'd want to be president <laughs> of the United States of America because I feel like I can do a better job. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, for probably a I could handle no. <laughs> probably a day I could handle the stress of it but that's probably about it and I'm hoping I wouldn't mess things up too bad in that one day um I think the way to that calling is immense whether Mm. I agree with our current one or not I just think that is such a sacred responsibility to be a leader Mm -hmm. of a country it's just and I'm, I'm hoping, pray that the leaders, you know, of countries have got on their side and are trusting in that inspiration from whatever power they believe, uh, because I believe that's a very real power. But I, I mean, I believe it, it's God. I know other people believe different things. But yeah, I would want I would want to feel the weight of that and just see what it was like. So definitely an immense responsibility. I mean, yeah, I mean. Between the nuclear war and every, yeah, I mean, like everything that's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can only yeah you messed imagine. up one I thing. And... You know, I, I, I don't know if you've noticed, I've always used to joke when, you know, how a president would go in, maybe they'd have dark hair or something, and then they'd come out and be like all white. And and I don't know if it yeah. was just the years or if it was just the stress of the years, you know, but. Yeah. I I bet the stress of that office is like an, anything you can even imagine. <laughs> Oh, As it well, it should be. I mean, it's a huge responsibility. Somebody that wants to take on that responsibility mm-hmm. obviously knows what it entails, right? So, yeah, and I think that's where the uh, servant leadership mentality and things like that come in. I mean, yes, you need other types of leadership in there, but definitely the servant because, and, and most of, most yeah. politics, you know, it's really about serving others, not for your own agendas, and 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 you know, and sometimes it gets you know too political, if you will. And I'm like, okay, right. just stop. Remember why you're there, what you're yeah. doing, what you're doing, and take two steps exactly. back. Exactly. You know, what does everyone want? Don't just go for the little. Let's let's try to do the mass and and try to figure out the best for everyone because we don't want to go too far right or too far left or you know, right. Let's meet in the middle. Figure it out. Yeah. So. I like that servant because I mean, really, like if all of the leaders had that mentality where they were tr- truly just trying to serve. I think that we would be in a better spot as a country right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that kind of mentality, that's what we need. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. So do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share with everyone? Words of wisdom. Um, that made me think this morning. I had shared what I thought was words of wisdom on a Facebook reel a couple of days ago and somebody I saw this morning one of the comments somebody wrote something about like about me being real smart and it was like a totally sarcastic <laughs> I could tell and I'm like man you share something so dear to your heart and they just <laughs> you know <laughs> um, 
But words of wisdom, what I would say is to always trust your gut and to trust those feelings in your heart. Um, they are real. Feelings are real. And if you have a feeling about somebody or a situation, trust your heart. Trust your gut. Absolutely. And anyone that gives you crap for posting something, words of wisdom, let me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll take them outside. I'm, I'm, we're not going to hide right. We're just take them outside a little bit you and you know, pretend to rough them up. And, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a list. <laughs> Perfect. Let's get, let, we'll awesome. get on it. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, everyone, make sure you go check out all the links in the description. Pre-save, perfect love. Or actually, it's out, so go save it, download it. It'll be on the links again. So it was so great having you again here. We got to do this more often. I'm I'm serious. I think we We need to. This was a lot of fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Sounds great, Donna. Yeah. And you are are welcome back anytime. Thanks again for joining me today. It was truly my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) And thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Again, don't forget to go check out the links. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.